Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. All right, all right, all right. Well, happy Friday, everyone who's watching and tuning into the live version of this podcast show. My name is Lois Kofi, owner of Lois Kofi Enterprises and founder of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast. And if you've been following me for a while, uh, you know that this month is my first ever themed month with my podcast. And it's a message near and dear to my heart. Uh, we kicked it off last week uh, with Suicide Awareness Month. And really, it's all about mental health. And what a lot of us have been going through this year has been a lot of stress. And the suicide rate is up, depression is up. And how do people find the right tools to get them to where they need to go, which for me, and I know my guest today, that's really, you know, having hope and being and becoming their highest and best version of themselves. So please, if you can, if you're watching live, feel free to chime in and say hashtag live where you're tuning in from. And also, please share, hit the share button, share this message, start a watch party on Facebook, um, whatever you can do. And if you're listening to the recording, also, please share this with other people because I'm going to have a lot of interviews this month, more than I ever have before since my launch, because we really want to get this message out about awareness. And so I'm going to go ahead and introduce my friend. And Mark, I think we just talked, we've known each other for three years now, and I was so touched by what you do, who you are, how you help. You are the executive director of the Beautiful Mind Project. I love the movie, so that name just resonated with me right away. And you recently launched the first ever of its kind in the nation, an urgent care for mental health, which just warms my heart and gets me really excited to have you share your story. So I'm gonna go ahead Turn it over to you and let you share your story, your why, and how you came to found this amazing project. Thank you, Lois. Um, my story begins uh, 18 years ago when a four-year-old girl saved my life. Uh, you see, I had uh, written a suicide note, and I left it on the kitchen counter for my now ex-wife. And I took a knife out of the butcher block and my keys to my truck, and I drove to a desolate parking lot, and I had planned to take my life there. And uh, as I was kind of mentally preparing myself in those final moments, uh, flashes and images and thoughts of my four-year-old daughter uh, came crashing into my, my mind. And I began to think about what her life would be like without me in it. And the impact of what I was going to do uh, and how it would change her her life forever. And for, for some reason, um, I was able to find and summon the courage to, to put the knife back down and go back home. Uh, but it would take another two years before uh, I would be properly diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, it would uh, take another 10 years though before I would share that. Uh, you didn't live in my house. You didn't know that I had bipolar disorder. Um, I had been on medication and gotten therapy and was 
by all accounts, you know, normal. And um, I just never shared it with anybody because I didn't want anybody to treat me differently. I didn't want it to affect my career. Um, I didn't, uh, I just didn't want to have everybody uh, talk or think differently about uh, me or, you know, my mental health. And so I didn't share that. Then what happened was uh, five years ago, I was diagnosed with diabetes. And the next day I shared that on Facebook. And I wanted to get ideas about medicine and exercise and diet and nutrition and recipes. And I got just overwhelming support. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. And it got me thinking, why did I share one diagnosis after 24 hours, but I had been more than a decade and I hadn't shared the other? When if you think about them at their core, they're really the same thing. They're, yes. both, chemical, they're both chemical imbalances in the body that require medication for it to operate and function properly. They just affect different parts of your body. Um, but as a society, we don't treat that the same way. And that really got the wheels kind of spinning for me. Fast forward a couple more months, uh, and it was back to school time. It was about this time uh, of the year, uh, maybe a little, a little earlier, but it was back to school time, and I've got two daughters now. And, you know, you're having that, you know, the kids are anxious about going back to school and they're nervous about who their classmates are going to be. And, you know, having that back to school pep talk about, you know, it's going to be all right. You're going to do great. And you know what? Uh, I, I would always tell my girls, uh, just be yourself. Uh, because the minute you're, you're not yourself and you start living your life for somebody else, it's no longer your life. And Lois, I got to tell you, I felt like a giant hypocrite because I wasn't doing that myself. I was not modeling the behavior I was encouraging my daughters to, to do for themselves. And uh, I decided that that wasn't good enough and I needed to do something about it. And so a uh, couple of weeks after that, I stepped up and on September 3rd, 2015, I, for lack of a better turn of phrase, came out uh, about my mental health status. I shared my story and um, it was both uh, singularly the scariest thing I've ever done, but also the most liberating thing I've ever done. Uh, I, I finally felt like this huge weight was off of me. And I have to tell you, I have not lost one friend over this. Um, it didn't affect my career in any way, shape or form. Um, and in fact, my circle of friends and people who I'm involved with has grown by leaps and bounds because they too were secretly keeping quiet about their mental health status and were relieved that somebody was willing to step out front and say, it's all right, we can do this. And so that's how, that's how the Beautiful Mind Project got started. Wow, there was a lot, a lot in there to unpack. First of all, I wanna say thank you. Um, proud of you, because I can uh, somewhat imagine, I, I've had my own journey with mental health. I, I had suicidal thoughts, I didn't, go to the level that you did. And I'm so grateful that you went on that journey and you, you stayed here with us so that you can help other people. Um, you know, I guess one question that I'd like to ask, and I think we talked before we got on here about the, the stigma yeah. and why are people so afraid to talk about it? Did, did you, and I'm not a therapist, <laughs> but, but have you, I, I'm, I analyze myself all the time uh, about, you know, why don't I share certain things? You know, is it fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of rejection? Did you ever figure out 
for you, why it took you so long to come out of the closet? Uh, I, I think for me, it was just not wanting to, to feel rejected over something I have no control over. Um, and, and I just, I just wanted, you know, I liked my, I mean, I liked my career. I liked my friends. I didn't want anything to change. And I, that's, I was kind of afraid of that, that, you know, that's somehow going to make things weird, you know, that, oh, well, I don't really want to invite Mark to this. Cause you know, the whole, you know, he's crazy kind of thing, you know, and, and part of that really comes down to, um, a lot of folks are afraid of what they don't know or, un- or afraid of what they don't understand. And mm-hmm. so a, a huge part of what we do and what I do is educating people about what mental health is, uh, the difference between mental health and mental illness, because we use those terms so interchangeably, but they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as long as we've got this forum, I'll, I will share that, what that difference is, because uh, I think Please. it's really important. Um, Everybody has mental health. Not everybody has a mental illness. So think of it in these terms. Think of your physical health. We all have physical health, but not everybody has diabetes or not everybody has high blood pressure, right? That's a physical illness. And you might um, have worked out in the yard all weekend and you wake up uh, the next day and you're feeling kind of slow and sore and a little rough, right? It doesn't mean your you have an illness it just means your physical health is on a spectrum and you're feeling a little tougher that day mm. that's the same it's true for mental health as well so you don't have to have a mental illness to have a tough day or a tough series of days or even weeks you know where you're just kind of struggling for whatever reason it doesn't mean you have a mental illness per se so mental health is a also on a spectrum um, a mental illness is a diagnosable uh disorder that um, can often be treated through talk therapy or uh, medication or any number of other you know, possibilities uh, that exist out there. So that's the that's the difference. Is try to people need to try to put the the mental health picture in related back to their physical health and what that looks. Like. Oh my gosh! And I can so relate to that uh, because of my journey. And I, I grew up with a schizophrenic mom. I think I shared with you. And my whole life, that was scary. Like I was ashamed of it. I hid it under the rug. You know, we don't talk about that here. And I never, I was, it was traumatic for me. And I wish we would have had someone like you also to kind of like support and encourage. Cause I know that's something that the beautiful mind project does, right. Also kind of brings the, the family together. Can you, can you tell more about how that project supports the community? Yes, we, you know, we do uh, a multiple uh, things in our community. Uh, and the, the, the biggest thing, the core of what we are when we started was uh, to do educational uh, presentations, um, sit on panels, uh, and, and we've done uh, just this last fall, uh, last uh, about almost a year ago now, uh, we did a series called 30 Stories in 30 Days, where we had our followers share their story, and we shared that on our website and on uh, social media platforms and whatnot. Again, you know, to, to help folks understand that you're not alone. You're not the only person. There's a lot of folks out there that are going through the same exact stuff that you are. And that's another reason why a lot of people don't share is they feel like they're the only ones who are feeling that way. And that can be kind of a scary thing to feel. So we do a lot of education. Uh, we also give away a college scholarship every year. 
Uh, we just gave away our fourth scholarship. We had our awards banquet last night and gave our, our scholarship away last night to a, a lovely young lady who's going to study uh, English as her major at St. Ben's uh, here in uh, St. Joseph, Minnesota. And um, so we've given away four scholarships because we feel like investing in today's youth is uh, a wise investment because in five years, in 10 years, those are the people that are gonna be the change makers. They're gonna be the influencers in society. They're gonna really make those big changes. And uh, that segment of our population obviously is, is traditionally deeply affected by mental health uh, issues, the, the high school teen years. And uh, they're also more open to talk about it, believe it or not. Uh, so uh, they're, they're okay with uh, sharing more of themselves uh, today than ever before. And that's a great thing. That is amazing. That is brilliant because there's even teens too that struggle with depression. And, you know, I, one of my, I've had several friends who committed suicide and one of my, you know, they were all very, very sad and devastating, but one was the 19 year old. And I just think, wow, how could we have helped, you know, that younger generation, you know, too. So I'm so proud of you that that's, that's amazing that you're reaching out in, in that community. Um, I know we have a lot to talk about. Uh, any anything else that you do that sets you apart? Because there's 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 such a stigma, and I know mental health therapy and all these different tools. Like I I went a lot of the holistic path to help me because I was I was so scared of pharmaceuticals because of my mom's experience. Keep that in mind. Um, but what else do you do? What other services do you pri provide with Beautiful Mind, or do you want to talk about Project Urgent Care? Well, uh, kind of, you know, talking, uh, I wanted to go back uh, just briefly to what you were talking about with the, the, the youth and, and trying to connect uh, with those folks. Um, one of the uh, programs that we're developing right now, and we're close to rolling out maybe in the next six to nine months, is uh, something that we call the beacon assessment. And uh, what we want to do is we want to give uh, every kid um, in grades five through 12, a mental health assessment at the beginning of the school year and again in the middle of the school year. And this way we can kind of identify which kids are at risk, identify any patterns that, are, that develop throughout the school year uh, so that the districts can use that to help uh, deliver a better you know, uh, system and product and uh, make for a better educational experience for everybody. Uh, we actually have uh, one or two school districts who are on board uh, with us to do some pilot uh, testing of the program. And uh, we're really excited about it. So we're, we're coming up, that's, so again, I'm a big believer in swimming upstream. And, you know, we talk about prevention and we talk about all of these types of things. And the best way to prevent something is to go up and uh, ahead of where the problem originates from and catch it early before it becomes a crisis, right? And that's really a part of what the second thing uh, I was gonna mention is our urgent care for mental health program. That's really uh, born out of my own personal experience. Uh, actually, both the Beacon Assessment and this uh, urgent care program were, were born out of personal experience, and I'll tell you why in a moment. Uh, but the, the urgent care program, uh, you, I get frustrated that every time you know you need to make an appointment, um, you might have to wait four weeks six weeks, eight weeks to get in. And uh, it, it just, you know, you can imagine what happens to that momentum when 
you know, with somebody, if, if they finally reach that point where they're like, okay, I, all right, I'll go. I know I need some help. I'll, I'll go. And you've been working on your friend for a month and they finally commit to going. And next thing you know, oh, they can't see you for six weeks. What do you think happens in that six week window? They lose all steam. Hey, I'm feeling better now. That was just a momentary thing. Well, no, the problem's still there. You maybe just put it back in its box for a little while, but it's still there, right? So um, the idea was um, to completely rethink the way we treat mental health. And mm -hmm. the best way for me to describe the urgent care program, program that we have is we are the Uber of mental health. Now, if you think about Uber, they don't offer, they don't actually provide any rides for anybody. They don't, they don't have one vehicle that they own. They match people who need a ride with people who can provide a ride. And they do all the marketing and the, they own the platform and all that stuff. And that's what we've done. We match people who need help right away, who are in a, a state of crisis, not suicidal, but it's urgent, right? Mm -hmm. um, need an appointment. And we match them with providers who have appointments available. Uh, in my community here in central Minnesota, um, if you call around, you might find that three to five week window to get an appointment. But I know from experience and talking boots on the ground with providers, there's somewhere between 100 and 150 appointments a week that go to waste. Uh, and the reason why is if you think about how we shop for mental health. So you're struggling. What do you do? You Google therapists in my town and it pulls up all the big boys. And so what do people do? They call all the big boys, right? Because if you're struggling, you're not going to be shopping around like you're buying a new car. You're, <laughs> you, you just, I'm going to call one, maybe two, and that's it. Yeah. And so what happens is, is the other 150 therapists in your community who can help you never get a phone call. And they're the ones who have the openings. And so we typically target those smaller providers uh, where it's a solo provider up to, you know, eight to 10 therapists in a, in an office. And we basically say, look, uh, for a monthly subscription fee, um, you give us your, uh, open appointments that you're not using and, uh, we will market and, uh, provide referrals for you. And that's how the program works. The therapists are able to treat how they want to treat. They, uh, take uh, whatever insurance they want to take. They charge what they want to charge. They, they do themselves, you know, they're their own business. We don't tell them how to do any of that. And um, that's how the program works. So it's, it's just a unique model that we're using that is not anywhere else. And it's uh, something we're really, really excited about. That's so awesome. Yeah, you're, you're, I can, I can sense your excitement and it's projecturgentcare.com, right? Yes. Yep. And that's projecturgentcare.com. Um, you can actually request an appointment uh, online um, 24 hours a day. We also have added uh, a 24 seven uh, appointment request via phone as well. And so basically if you went to projecturgentcare.com, it would take you literally less than 30 seconds. It's your first name, your phone number, uh, what kind of insurance you have and the location you, know, you want. We do offer teletherapy. We can do teletherapy anywhere in the country. Okay. Uh, so if somebody needs that, um, they can be in Texas or sunny San Diego and uh, mm -hmm. they call and uh, request an appointment. Provider calls them within four hours and schedules an appointment within 24 hours. And that's how it works. Amazing. I'm so glad you uh, said the telehealth thing because I was curious if you were planning on expanding outside of Minnesota, but since you have oh. the telehealth, do you think you'll establish? Oh, outside? yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, if there's anybody listening to this, uh, I don't care what state you're in. Um, if you know of a therapist, uh, I would love a warm introduction. Um, just add mark at projecturgentcare.com. Send me that email uh, with a warm introduction. I would love to talk to him about it because we can add therapists anywhere in the country. And we want to grow uh, quite rapidly. We're expecting to grow quite rapidly. With uh, our first year projections, we're uh, expecting to have more than 50 therapists, uh, not therapists, but 50 locations uh, on board within the first year. Uh, so we're, we're really excited about the growth opportunities. And you said, just so everyone knows, because if they're not seeing this on the screen and you're hearing the audio on iTunes later, that's Mark, M-A-R-C, right? That's right. Mark at, with a C. Yep. At projecturgentcare.com. I'll put that in the show notes as well. And just because I, I, I also love holistic medicine, it, would, you, would you receive any referrals to like acupuncturists or naturopaths or anything like that, depending on, I guess, whether or not they take insurance? Um, right now, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where we haven't focused on that as a, as a option for our, our urgent care clients. Um, I envision that to be something that the individual therapist would um, perhaps uh, refer out to as a, you know, like, hey, look, we've talked, we've gotten whatever the issue was that was, you know, uh, that exacerbated the contact, uh, you know, the call or the email. Uh, we, we've handled that. We've addressed that. You're safe. Here's some other ways you can help manage that with some tools in your toolbox, like acupuncture or yoga or what have you, you know, so that would come more on the therapist side of the ledger um, than, than what our focus is. Um, but yeah, there's definitely, and I'm one of those who, uh, I don't believe that there's any one right way to treat mental health. I mean, I think everybody's different. Everybody's bodies and minds respond differently. You know, some people like myself, I have a chemical imbalance in my brain and I need medication. I just, it wouldn't matter how much I did of anything else. It wouldn't matter. I need to have the the drugs in my head to to function properly. And some people, you know, their bodies aren't built that way. And so it, it just varies. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I'm always a believer in there's not one version of truth. There's There's many versions and you have to also in my own experience, because I had to fight like hell to find those versions, you know, never, never giving up. Um, I had a friend via this week, um, and I, of course I'm not going to say anything about this person, but they, they, they called me cause I had a feeling, you know, and I called them and turns out that they had attempted suicide. And so they were in a clinic to get help. Uh, what, what could I say to someone like that? Or, or what, how, how do you see helping people like that in the here and now or in the future? Cause like you said earlier, what you were talking about is getting them early, yeah. prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? That's the the old saying, and now it's the prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for people, especially because of 2020 has been a nightmare for a lot of people, right? The suicide rate is up, all the things I said earlier. What is your answer to, to someone in that situation? For me, I think that the answer is simple and straightforward. You just let them know that you care. You let them know that you're there for them. Um, you don't need to try to solve their problem. There's gonna be plenty of folks who are far more capable of that than, than you are. Um, and to, 
to keep in mind that as a friend, you have a responsibility to reach out. So often I'll, I'll see online like, oh, hey, it's, you know, if you're feeling depressed or whatever, reach out. Well, you don't have any idea how difficult it is <laughs> to reach out and ask for help when you're mm -hmm. in that state of mind. I mean, hell, it's hard enough to want to take a shower and get dressed. And now you want me to go and humble myself and ask for help? That's a really hard thing to do. So just be aware of those friends that, you know, I haven't seen, you know, Susie online very often lately, or uh, she's just seemed a little bit different, you know, just to check in, you know, hey, I haven't been seeing you around much lately. Just wanted to see how you're doing. Is there anything mm -hmm. I can do? To yeah, I'm here. I'll listen. That's all. Just knowing that somebody cares can make a ton of difference uh, in, in the awesome. big picture. Yeah, I have a saying, when in doubt, reach out, which is why I had that feeling, right? So I, I called my friend and I had no idea, not consciously that I happened to catch them at a time where they were they were literally, you know, in that dark space. Um, what is your vision for your future? Like, where do you see Project Urgent Care, Beautiful Mind Project, five to 10 to 20 years from now? I always love asking that question. Yeah, I mean, uh, for, uh urgent care uh, for mental health. Um, in five years, uh, I would uh, expect us to have uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 300, 400 locations um, uh, across multiple states. Um, part of uh, the advantage of our system is that we're able to bring uh, mental health care, you know, access to mental health care to small communities. So you don't need to live in a big metro area to get that urgent care opportunity. Like in Minnesota, for example, there's three other urgent cares in Minnesota for mental mm -hmm. health. They don't call themselves the same name, but they all offer that kind of that more immediate appointment, but they're all brick and mortar buildings, one location, all in the Metro. Well, that's great if you happen to live within 15 miles of that location, right? Yeah, right. So how can we <laughs> get to that small town, you know, USA with a town with 30,000 people in, you know? And so that this is a formula to, to do that. So we're looking at having hundreds of locations uh, with that. As far as the Beautiful Mind Project uh, goes, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I said uh, uh, two things last night at our, our awards banquet as we were kind of laying out the vision of the future. One is the beacon assessment that we want to do. Another one is we want to actually institute a mental health care reform act uh, in Minnesota where we uh, are going to work on changing the way insurance companies, uh, credential providers, uh, they throttle uh, how many providers there are in a marketplace, which again, restricts access. They limit wow. uh, and dictate uh, ridiculously low payouts to providers. Um, when you compare what a provider earns for an appointment versus a comparable uh, physical doctor earns for a comparable appointment, they're not even close. So uh, it's everything from, you know, there, there's a lot more to it. Um, and and that, that is like a whole show in and of itself. But uh, that's something we want to work on. But the thing that I said was, five years ago, when I launched the Beautiful Mind Project, none of this was uh, even on the board. I mean, I just wanted to like, you know, have a part time hobby to pursue my passion about mental health and share my story. And next thing you know, we're giving away college scholarships and, <laughs> we, you know, we're having fundraising events and we start an urgent care program. I mean, so in five years, I don't know. I mean, who knows what opportunities will present themselves? I'm open to anything. So, uh, but the one thing that I do know is that everything's going to come back to uh, our core why, my core why. 
which is I believe every person deserves the opportunity to be the best version of themselves possible. And that's what we try to do uh, with everything that we we do. That's perfect. We Our visions are, are like-minded. I'll probably have you on here every September so people can follow you and see your amazing, amazing growth and success stories. And can people donate money to the Beautiful Mind Project? Please. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> absolutely. You know, just like every other nonprofit, uh, COVID has kind of uh, sucker punched us with our fundraising efforts. You know, uh, we weren't able to do a couple of the different fundraisers that we do. We're having a new, uh, 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 our first fundraiser this year, actually. We're doing it virtually. It's online. It's a unique thing. It's called Comedy from the Community. And uh, everybody will have the opportunity to uh, submit two minutes of their best material. And then people will vote on those and um, we'll raise money based on, you know, the people that are voting and things of that, that nature there. So, uh, so absolutely. can they donate? Can they find they out about that event and donate? Out, you know, write us a check or donate um, on, on our website. Um, there's a way they could do that as well. Yep. And I know you have a, a free gift. Uh, I think you tell them, uh, I already shared with them how they can find you. We've given your websites, guys. It's in the show notes. You can email Mark at projecturgentcare.com. But how can those, I think, was it three lucky winners get those T-shirts that you're giving away today? Um, I don't know. How do you want to do that? I, I've, I've never given away anything on, on a podcast before, Lois. What's the best way to do this? Yeah, I think the best way, guys, is just the first three people that email mark at projecturgentcare.com. That way you have a timestamp and whether, uh, do you have a deadline like in the next no. week? No? no okay. Never. No. Awesome. Good. Awesome. And, and describe this shirt because I saw a visual and I think it's adorable. Yes, it is a lime green shirt and it's got a handprint on it, which is, by the way, my handprint. Um, and it says, uh, stand up to stigma, uh, on the handprint. And, uh, so that's one of the things that we will continue to fight and probably eternally fight is the stigma attached to mental health and how it's portrayed in the media and the news, et cetera. Amen. Awesome. Well, I'm so proud of you. I'm so honored to have you here, guys. If you have the opportunity, you can also find Mark inside of my healthy and wealthy and wise Facebook community where we're building a community of people like Mark, people who are real, people who are authentic, people who want the best for your health or your wealth or your wisdom. And I consider mental health also in that wisdom capacity because you got to know better to do better. And his education experience, his compassion um, for this is why I wanted to have him on here today. So you guys can tune in. Um, his information will be shared on iTunes for posterity. Please share with us with people that are hurting. And I want to close it out with Mark, my favorite question. I ask every single guest because the title healthy and wealthy and wise has a lot um, actually because of my own health journey with depression and overcoming that. That's actually where the whole theme of this show kind of got rooted. Uh, but I want to hear what you think of when you hear that phrase, healthy, wealthy, and wise. I take it, I think, a little different than maybe most people do. Um, I think the natural inclination would be to go to my physical health, my financial health, and, mm -hmm. you know, learning from experience type thing. And uh, for me, I, I take it more from the perspective of uh, it, to me, it means it's about relationships. You know, healthy relationships make me wealthy and they mm -hmm. make me wise. And 
Uh, it's the people in our lives that really matter the most, uh, not necessarily the material possessions. Those are decorations uh, for us. Uh, so uh, one thing before we close is I did want to tell you how the story ends. I, I started the story at the top of the show, but I want to tell you how the story ends. Please. Uh, that story of that four-year-old girl that saved my life, she's now uh, 22, and I got to watch her grow up. I uh, uh, brought, brought her to her first job and was there for her when a boy broke her heart and saw her graduate from high school and go on to nursing school. And she now is a charge nurse at the uh, in the surgical center at the Mayo Clinic here in Minnesota, where she is continuing to save lives today. And she's engaged and is going to get married soon. And I'm going to be happy as hell to walk her down the aisle. So that's that's how that story ends. I love it. Well, and it hasn't ended yet. It keeps going because you. Does. Keeps... Yes. <laughs> and and the knowing that you're, it's like a ripple effect, right? That they call mm -hmm. that the butterfly effect. You know, because you're here still, you you chose to to live. You're helping others who can now walk their daughters down the aisle and or sons or, or whatever they are going through. They can grow and and leave a legacy, and that's what you're doing. And I'm so proud of you for that. Thank you, Matt. Cool. Well, thank you guys again. This I know this is this is kind of a heavy topic this month, and it's necessary because we know that every day people take their own lives, and we we need the tools. We want to share those tools with you. So please reach out to Mark, um, get connected, plug in, and for next week um, we're actually going to take a, a, a turn towards nutrition. I have actually Melissa Costello. She's the owner of Karma Chow. She actually is a chef to. Tony Horton, the P90X Tony Horton. So if you know who that is, um, and she's going to talk about her own struggle um, and journeys with mental health and nutrition and how she became so passionate about helping with the food, food as your medicine. So please tune in same time, same channel next week and bring your friends. We appreciate you until next time. Here's to your best health, mental, physical, and otherwise your best wealth and your best wisdom. Take care guys. Be well, be kind to another. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiscofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.